like I'm on the Heisman watch That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got Skill, four times the talent around me Desmond Howard playing for Howard Just tell me how can I be stopped This Allen Ivy at an Ivy college They can't check me, I don't practice my class too hard Nigga, me, my swag is grown Okay, what's going on ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Eric Lyons And we're back for episode 36 of Electrified. It's been an interesting week. As you all know, I'm sure you you, you know we, we got a lot to get through this week. Uh to this episode. I'm sorry, today <laughs> on this good Friday. Uh, it's a good, it's a good day, man. It's a beautiful day out. Um, hope everybody enjoys their Memorial Day weekend. Um let's see. Okay, I didn't okay, yeah, I didn't talk to you guys on Monday. So you know, we're going to go over, we'll probably revisit the the Wilder fight, of course. Uh, that took place last Saturday. We all know how that went, but I wanted to speak on that for a little bit. But before we even get to the show, let me talk to y'all real quick. Let me rap with you. Now, I'm sure, even if you don't follow Electrified Pod on Twitter or on IG, even though you should, I'm sure you follow the boy. If you listen to, if you listen to the show, more than likely, you follow me on social media, right? If not, I appreciate you. Feel free to. If you're if you're a real, you know, listener of this podcast and you don't know me, feel free. Um, but I posted earlier this week. What was that? Monday, Monday or Tuesday? Because now Anchor has a feature where you click a link and you can send in a voice message, right? I get. Uh, since I've started the podcast, a lot of people always, the first thing they say is, when can I be on your show? Eric, let me talk on your show. Hey, can I, you know, okay, I understand that, right? But a lot of times, there's people that probably haven't even listened, played an episode of my show. But then other times, you know, it's friends, they want to talk on the show, whatever. I have no problem with that. Now, in the past, I've done phone calls from friends. You got, you know, I put the phone to the mic. We've done phone calls, and they've worked well, and it's been fun. But now Anchor has a feature where you can just send in a voice message. I said, okay, this is really cool, and you know, I was trying to figure out a way to make this, you know, make it into a segment. So I said, okay, boom, simple. You know, for the first time that I'm trying it out, why not everybody send in questions or you know takes on the playoffs and the finals coming up. I put the link out, retweeted it, tweeted it, retweeted it, tweeted it, retweeted it, posted it on my story, posted it on it was everywhere. I got one voice message from my bro Morgan. Shout out to bro, he just graduated. Um, didn't like that. Listen, I, I shout out to I tell you guys I, I appreciate you guys each and every week. I do. Cause without you guys, this isn't, you know, this this is nothing. I'd be talking to myself. And, you know, I, I appreciate the support, you know what I mean? But a part of that support is being active and participating. You know, you guys, I get tweets all the time, messages all the time about you guys wanting to talk on the show. And when I finally give you guys the opportunity or have means to give you guys the opportunity, it's quiet. That hurt. You know what I mean? That, I didn't like that, man. It, it didn't feel good. It was frustrating this week, you know, going into this show today. I had planned on, you know, having that segment and having it back. You know, it was going to be good, but 
I had to scrap it. I had to scrap it. Um, so as you can see, you guys are more important than you realize, man. Um, so I'm going to try it again for next Friday. I, I, I really would like for you guys to please, 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 please send in your messages, man. It's not that hard. Click the link, coach message, send it in, get a notification, and you're on the show. Simple as that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I didn't mean to lecture you guys, but hey, hey, that's how it is. That's how it's got to be. Guys got to hear it or you won't hear it at all. Um, so let's start off with this Toronto Raptors and Milwaukee Bucks series. Let's let's start off with that. Okay, so after the first two games, I was one of those people that had written the Toronto Raptors off. I didn't think they had enough. Um, after the first game, you know, the first game was cl- was close, but the second game, it just seemed like okay, here we go. Maybe it's a wrap for the Raptors. Then game three comes. Then game four last night. I mean, then game four. Then game five. Now the series is 3-2. With a potential closer and, and the six. Now, if y'all tell, if you really think that the Toronto Raptors, after they just won a hard-fought game on the road last night, they were down double dishes, different points in that game last night. And they managed to stay in, stay, keep their heads, weather the storm like Kawhi said they did. And they won the game. Now, if y'all think they about to go to Toronto Saturday night, Jurassic Park on fire, Drake in the building, y'all think they're going to lose? Absolutely not. This series is over. I'm calling it. I'm not even calling it because it's too late to be calling series, but this series is over. I would like to personally apologize to Toronto, uh, the city of Toronto, uh, the Raptors, Drake, Kawhi, Kyle. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I I said this. I said this before the series started. The Bucks are gonna win. No. First of all, let's take a look at some numbers. Kawhi is averaging thirty right now, right? Kawhi is averaging thirty. Nobody on the Bucks is averaging over twenty five points in the series. That's a problem. Let's look. Game three. Raptors won game three. Giannis had 12 points. 12 points. Granted, he had 23 rebounds, but he had 12 points. 12. George Hill was the leading scorer game three. When it, and it went to overtime that night. Now let's take a look at, uh, where am I? Game four. Raptors won. That's, they tied the series up. Giannis has 25 and 10. Solid, right? Solid night. Let's look at last night. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Hold on. Bear with me. Bear with me. I'm I'm taking y'all somewhere. Believe me, I'm taking y'all somewhere. Last night, Kawhi had 35, right? Kawhi had 35. Giannis had 24. I'm not saying that you know, Giannis is folding, but I'm just saying he's not playing MVP caliber playoff basketball. Like I said, I've said this, I think I said this before. Before the playoffs started, Shaq had um have read out Giannis's averages and he said he needed um to see Giannis 
add on like seven points to the average or something like that. He hasn't done that in the series. Giannis hasn't looked like, you know, he's had his moments, but he's not really having that big impact for the superstar that he is. And for, he's that franchise. We know that. But in the Eastern Conference Finals, past three games, Giannis hasn't been the Greek freak. It's been just Giannis. Hasn't looked like the MVP. Kawhi's definitely been showing him up in the series. Um, I just don't think that the Bucks have enough to finish this. I don't think they can win two straight. I don't. I don't think they have it in them. I, I really don't think they have it in them to go on the road and win. I don't see them winning in Toronto tomorrow night. I just don't see it happening. For a team, both of these teams are shaky out on the road. That's why last night I didn't, you know, everybody was just like, I don't know if the Raptors can, you know, and, and Milwaukee was on fire last night. Aaron Rodgers, David Bakhtiari, Gucci Mane, Tio, everybody was in uh, Milwaukee last night. But Toronto was going to be on fire. Toronto was going to be like, listen, Toronto was going to be crazy Saturday night, man. I'm telling you, it is going to be nuts. It is going to be nuts. Um, I just think that this Toronto team, they they just they have enough. They have they have enough. And Kawhi, Van Fleet, Van Fleet, uh, Lowry. If if everybody shows up uh, Saturday night and plays good basketball, and they and they're able to contain Giannis and Bledsoe and Hill, and you know what I mean. Listen. Hey, we might be seeing Golden State and Toronto in the finals, man. That's that's just how it might go. Um, okay, while we're talking about this, let's talk about Drake for a little bit. We all know Drake is a Toronto native, sports fan of all teams, <laughs> but he's he's a Toronto Raptors ambassador. He paid for the uh, he got the he got their uniform. He's gotten their. He's got special Toronto uh, Raptors uniforms, OVO uniforms. They have OVO night at the uh, at the arena, um, the practice facility. Listen, Drake is Toronto. Okay, come on now. Drake is a Toronto Raptors fan, super fan. He he's a part of the organization. It's not like he's just a regular rapper sporting team. Drake is really within that organization. <sighs> I just think people just hate Drake. Just hate Drake. That's how I feel. I'm a big Drake fan. Drake's my Drake's my favorite artist. Everybody knows I love Drake. Um, I just think people just hate Drake just to hate Drake. Drake? Like, no, man. Let that man enjoy himself. He's at the game going crazy just like you would be if you had that opportunity to sit courtside right next to your team. Man, listen. Touching the coach, not a problem for me. Not a problem for me. Like Skip Bayless said, we've seen celebrities do this all through the years, Jack Nicholson with the Lakers, Spike Lee with the Knicks. It's just that Drake sits on sideline directly, you know, the camera and the camera view. He, he's on that side. And the, listen, you know where we are in time. It's 2019. Viral clips and memes, it's a thing. I, you, you really think TNT Studios not trying to get a camera on Drake whenever something happens? Y'all telling me that y'all don't think that's that's not happening on purpose? Y'all think it's just him? It's Drake. Arguably the biggest star on the planet. It's Drake. Come on now. Come on now. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Guys are hating on that man. That's all it is, just hate. 
Just hating them. Hating on them. Um, I thought the the owner's buck. I mean, damn, what did I say? <laughs> I thought the Bucks owner wearing the Pusha T shirt was uh funny. That was funny to me, but Drake got the last laugh, of course. Followed her, made changed his profile pic to her. Said he still get her tickets to OVO Fest. Sicko, man. Drake is petty. Drake is the second pettiest person on this planet. Second to 50 cent. Fluffy cent. <laughs> Please, Fluffy. Hey, if you owe 50 cents, hey, check your bank account. Make sure y'all don't owe 50 no money, man. That's all I'm saying. Because I, I check it every day. Because if I owe 50 some money, mm, it's going to be a terrible situation for the boy. But, um, yeah, man, let Drake be Drake. Like last night, he had to, he was hype. They just won the game. Big. Now everybody talking about, oh, that boy on Coke. Boy on Coke. Y'all telling me Drake was on Coke because he was he was excited about the Raptors just winning. Y'all know Drake is passionate. Y'all know that man passionate. After all the shows, he be having like real passionate speeches to the fans. That was that was damn near the same thing. He was just hype. Come on, man. Y'all got to do better, man. If it was your fave, you probably wouldn't care. If it was your, if it was Kendrick, J. Cole, Big Sean, or whoever your favorite rapper is, if it, if they were doing that, it would be a problem. But because it's Drake. It's a problem. Just just listen, man. You can't put hate and drink on your application. That's all I'm saying. Your job is not going to ask you your opinion on Drake or if you hate Drake. You won't get the job for hating Drake. Just stop. Just stop. Um, but um, yeah, man. I got Toronto finishing the oh, and they will finish it in six. Listen to this. Toronto is about to finish this series in six, in the six. In front of a bunch of sickos. Oh, man. Things we love to see. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I would like, you know, I would like for the, the, the Raptors to come out of the series just for more Drake. Why not? Just for more Drake. Um, Before we wrap on this, anything else we got to talk about with them? Oh, my man Aaron Rodgers went on a mission that couldn't handle the gun. The gun was too hot. That boy couldn't chug the beer. Boy could not chug the beer. David Bazziari had to show him. My man 12 says, see me with the scotch. That's tough. That's tough. But, um, yeah, man, it's been a great series so far. I mean, but one of the best series we've seen. Um, But not disappointed at all. Once again, I apologize to the Raptors. I did not see this coming from you guys. I really did not. Um, I still want to play off, though. I want to talk about what happened to the Blazers. I would like to talk about what happened to the Blazers because that was sad. Honestly, just sad. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before I get into that, right, before we get into the Western Conference Finals, we don't need to talk about that. That's not a pressing issue. We can get to that when we get to that. I would like to talk about what happened with Kevin Durant and Chris B. Okay. This started on, um, what did this start? On Undisputed, right? Started on Undisputed. And uh, some things were said, and Katie will respond. So let's 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 go take a look. All right, let's go to Katie's Twitter, his real Twitter, not his banner account. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Okay, let's go to Twitter. Let's go to Katie's Twitter. All right, and you know, let's go find a quote. If you go through Katie's likes, man, hey, listen. All right, quote from Chris was: Katie and I have a love hate relationship. We've texted for two three hours straight about life basketball media faith 
KD has gone at me much harder privately. We make a living critiquing athletes. It would be hypocritical of us not to be able to take it. KD will reply, cap, 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 cap. You don't even have my number, man. So he said he don't have his number. All right. So KD just basically just made Chris B. His his credibility just made it like just depleted his credibility because you go this guy is on national television telling us about a personal relationship he has with another grown man and about what they talk about in private and private and about how their relationship is different and blah 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 and then for KD to come out and say that that's a lie mm, hate to see it but then again it's Kevin Durant so I don't know I didn't know what to believe. I didn't know what to believe. I really did. So, you know, I, I was waiting. Everybody was waiting to see how this was going to go. And then Chris B will respond. Hold on. Let me get that. I'm going to get the audio for us. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Let me start this off by saying I like and respect Kevin Durant and am not trying to continue a Twitter beef with him. However, he did challenge my credibility and I must respond to that. In my telephone, I have more than 60 direct messages from Kevin Durant on Twitter and Instagram since February of 2018. These were conversations initiated by KD himself. We talked about a lot of the things I talked about on Undisputed and some of these conversations lasted more than five hours. If you want to argue over the difference between a text and a DM in the year 2019, go right ahead. But to me, it's all the same thing. For those of you who want me to publish these DMs, it's not going to happen. Out of respect for KD, those texts will remain private. Finally, after all of this, I will continue to love, respect, and pray for Kevin Durant and objectively analyze him as a basketball player. See you on Undisputed tomorrow morning. And with that, I felt like that was a wrap. And KD didn't say anything to that. But you see, KD made it seem like that they had no, that like like he was lying. Now, like he said, okay, I don't have your number, but we still text. Texting via DM is still texting. That's still texting. Now, ladies, don't get us twisted. <laughs> if I slide in your DM. I'm looking for your number because me DM that's different. That's different. Ladies that listen to me, ladies, if you're listening, texting in the DM for me is not texting. I need them digits because it's the big difference between me and your DMs and me and your messages. But that's neither here nor there. Now, between these two grown men in 2019, oh, yeah, texting is texting in the DMs, whether you have his number or not. And I respect Chris for not disclosing what was said. I mean, uh, you know, publishing the DMs, posting a screenshot. There's, there's no need to get that messy. There's no need to get that messy. But for him, for KD to, you know, make it seem like that Chris was crazy and, like you said, challenge his credibility is just crazy. It's just disrespectful. It's distasteful. And, you know, Kevin Durant, man, I listen, I'm not going to question that man's character. I'm not going to assassinate that man's character. I'm just saying... KD is very he's he's done some questionable things. All right, the burner account and just I don't know, man. And you guys talking about um somebody I think uh, one of my friends brought this up about no 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 I lie I saw this on Twitter I think you know Kevin Durant in the media like how would he handle 
if he were to go into New York, how would he handle the New York media? It would be a mess, okay? Like, listen, man, you guys always tell analysts not to talk about you. You ain't been on the court. You ain't been on the field, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of analysts have. But listen, I myself consider myself somewhat of an analyst. I can call myself an analyst. Just because I'm not on ESPN or NFL Network, I can call myself an analyst. I watch enough film. I watch enough sports. I know enough about the game. I know my history. I can call myself an analyst. So if I want to critique a player, I can critique a player. Especially if I'm getting paid to do it. I can critique a player. That's my job. That's my job. You're telling me I can't do my job? No. No. Uh-uh. No. Listen. These guys get paid money to go sit at a desk, go in the field, and report on sports. They're not news anchors. They're not weathermen. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? The weather? No. I want to talk about you. You're a trending topic. This is what happens when you're on the on the best team and, and you're the second best player in the world, second to LeBron, Ramon James. Like, come on, kid. Katie, get over it. Get over yourself. All right? Listen, I've never seen an athlete, you know. Now, listen. Now, this is, this, this is um, I, I think I didn't get a chance to talk about this. Now, let's talk about another hectic relationship analyst, um, analyst-athlete relationship. Colin Cord and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield does not like that man. Colin Cord always has something to say about Baker Mayfield. And it's usually negative. And it's not, it's in this half of it, it's not even about the game. It's about Baker Mayfield. Now that, that I can understand. That, hey, Baker, you, you gotta handle that. And handle that. But for Kevin Durant to try to go at like almost everybody. It's crazy. Like when A.B. went at Shannon Sharp and, 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 and called Shannon Uncle Shea a coon and called Uncle Shea this and that. That was that was nuts. That was nuts. These brothers go on TV. They getting paid to talk about y'all. Y'all get paid to dribble a ball or go on the field. Y'all getting, y'all getting paid millions of dollars to play a sport. I don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't understand how it's such a hard concept to grasp these guys are just doing their jobs man that's it that's all um but the situation was funny to me because i didn't know who to believe i did but hey man it is what it is you know what i mean it is what it is i just thought that situation was interesting and i did want to speak about that and i I didn't want to forget i didn't want to get too deep in the show and we didn't we didn't cover that um okay now where do we go from here? Okay, now we can go talk about what happened to the Blazers. All right, now let's get back to that. Okay, just as simple as this. Damian Lillard, he disappeared after he hit the shot. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Shot up was in round one of the finals. The buzzer beater against OKC. Dame, Dame checked out after that. I didn't want to admit it. You know, they survived the second round against the Nuggets. I didn't want to admit it. I thought it was still Dame time. But Dame time had run out. It ran out. The watch stopped. The alarm ain't go off. We slept through the alarm. Dame time was over by the second round. Hate to see it, though. Let's go look at these numbers, man. Please, let's go look at these numbers. Numbers don't lie. Numbers do not lie. But hold on. Before we even get to Dame. No, 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 no. We're going to start with Dane. We're going to start with Dane. We're going we're gonna to break this one down. We're going to break this one down. 
Let's see. Damian Lillard averaged him and CJ averaged twenty two a game in the in the in this in that series. Twenty two. Twenty two points. Twenty two points. Now let's go see. Can we can we pull up the numbers? I mean not the numbers. Can we pull up the games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go take a look at game one. Let's see. Game one of the Western Conference Finals. Um, no, not the roster. Where are the numbers? All right, here we go. Game one, right? This is game one. What in the world? Hold on, man. What's up with these stats? What's up with these stats? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Hold on, man. All right, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Relax. Just bear with me. Bear with me. We're having some technical difficulties. We're going to talk about these numbers. We're going to talk about them. Because, you know, you see it in the numbers. But if you watch the games, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go take a look at game one. Okay? Game one. I lied again. What is what is happening to to my uh my, listen, I need I need like a technical manager or somebody in here while I'm doing all right, here we go, here we go. Game one. Warriors uh won one sixteen ninety four. Okay. That's, they blew them out the first game. Now let's go take a look at who did what. Damian Lillard, nineteen points. Nineteen points. That's not enough. That's not enough. Now, there were times where the, the the Blazers were up 20 points. They were up at the half. The Warriors did not care. They did not care. They let Draymond get a triple-double. They let Steph and Clay do whatever they wanted. Game two, 114-11. That was a close game. That was a good game. I thought that, listen, where's Dame? 23 points, 10 assists. I'm not impressed. Not impressed. Let's go take a look at game three. Did did Dame even get over 25? Did he get over 25? Game three. Another big loss. Let's see. Where's Dame? 19 points. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Somebody has to tell me at one point he's going to get over 25. Because I don't remember. Game four, the last game. They they made it close, but it didn't matter. Where's Dame? Oh, he got 28. Myers Leonard had 30 that game. Right. That was that game. Listen, the the um It's just the 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 Blazers just they just seemed like they didn't want to play. Like they had opportunity. The only player that I saw that that really put up a fight was was Seth. Seth was getting good he had good defensive plays and made opportunities for other people to take shots and they missed like cj missed three wide open shots in clutch time dame just disappeared like bro what happened to you guys like pat bev tweeted pat bev didn't lie they gave them the best fight they did the rockets did not give the rockets didn't even give us half of what the clippers gave us in round one 
the Clippers made it the believable. The Clippers made it believable. The Clippers made it. They really gave me some hope. I didn't see that in the Rockets. Didn't see that in the Blazers. The Los Angeles Clippers in game one. I mean, I mean, in round one, gave me the most gut. I haven't felt that way since 2016 in the finals. I haven't, like, I was never confident in any of, like, you know what I mean? But the Clippers, I thought the Clippers really had a legitimate shot. They came back from, what was that, 31 in Oracle. And the Clippers, the Clippers were only about five, six possessions away from winning that series. They just couldn't close. They couldn't close, and they couldn't They couldn't trade the big blows. You know, if Lou Will wasn't on to trade big shots, it was like, ah, we can't, you know what I mean? But the Blazers didn't show me that. And I expect I wanted the Blazers to show me that. I thought CJ and, and Dane were going to go out guns a-blazing. But the guns was too hot. The guns were too hot for them. I was very disappointed in the Blazers, man. Very disappointed. I don't know what happened to them. Don't know. Now you go. Now it's just like now it's a lot of. Well, what what have the not what what have the Nuggets done? Would they have done better? Maybe. But this is the series we got. Um, and as far as the Warriors go, I really think that KD's injury is bigger than what they're trying to make it out to be. I believe we won't be seeing KD in the finals. And with that, I don't think KD's leaving. I don't think KD's leaving now. I think KD will stay in Golden State with this. If he can't finish, if KD's not in the finals, KD's not leaving. I think. But, listen. This Warriors team is dangerous without KD. It's the same Warriors team that won 73-9 before he got there. But when you insert KD into this lineup, there's a change. When you take them out, there's a bigger change. I said this already. I'm going to keep saying this until I can't say it again anymore. When KD is in that lineup, believe it or not, he slows that offense down. He doesn't slow it down, but a lot of the attention is on KD. So the defense is for KD, basically. When KD's hot, when KD's dropping 45, right, you're still in it. I promise. You're not getting blown out. Because Steph and Clay don't have 35. Steph and Clay don't have 30. They don't have 25. They're not on like that. They're not hitting when KD's on. And that's the honest to God truth. The Avalanche, the Avalanche, the Warriors Avalanche, Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iggy. We've seen it. But when KD's in there, you have a chance. You have a chance. But without the Warriors, I mean, without KD, they spread that floor out and they're just, they're just shooting lights out. And that will break your will. That will break your will. You're telling me that when you're up 17 points and two minutes later, you're down two, you're not going to want to quit. Kid, I would unplug the Xbox so fast. You're telling me a 17-point lead can't be held for more than two minutes? Come on, kid. I would have unplugged the Xbox. I'm pissed. I, all I'm doing is picturing the Stephen A. Yo, the Stephen A. mean B. Just in the mentions, the Warriors uh, down by 20. I mean, uh, opponents go up 20 on the Warriors. The Warriors, they just looking. Oh, the ha-ha. Like, son, 
those were some of the most unsafe double digit leads I'd seen in my years, bro. Oh man, the the Blazers didn't even believe it. The Blazers, the Blazers didn't have if you up by 15 at the half playing the Warriors, you're really down by 25. If you're being real, you have to bury the Warriors. You have to bury them. That's why whoever comes out of this Eastern Conference Finals, they're going to have to slow the Warriors down. I don't know. The the Portland, I mean, the uh, Toronto has a good defense. I don't know what's going on with the Bucks defense. But if Toronto's defense can slow them down and quiet, hey, they got a shot. But if they can't and if KD don't come back and the avalanche comes, y'all know when the avalanche, y'all know what I'm talking about. In the third quarter, third quarter Warriors, they're different. Clay is on. Steph is on. They're moving the ball around, so Iggy is getting dunks. Draymond is getting dunks. And and listen, Draymond and Clay have been playing crazy defense. Crazy defense. I hate the Warriors with all my heart, all my soul, but I can say that. I can give credit where credit is due. Those guys have been playing out of their minds. And it's as simple as that. I don't know. But rest in peace to the Blazers. May they get it together this offense. Might be time to blow them up, but hey, I ain't gonna say all that. Um, let's stay on NBA and let's get into what's going on. What could possibly happen in LA? I want to talk about what could possibly happen in LA. So they're saying that Jimmy is on the way. Kyrie is on the way. Kawhi is on the way. Listen. All I'm saying is, there's a. I, I really think that the best. Listen, I think that Kyrie, Kawhi, and JB could really be on their way to LA. I think it could happen. I really think it could happen. Hey, might as well go get Blake Griffin as well. Why not? Why not? We need to make the Lakers great again. Uh, need to make the Lakers as great as possible. It's not like I said. It's not about helping LeBron. It's about. Beating the Warriors. It's simple as that. Okay. Let's get let's let's make it happen, man. Let's just make it happen. Let's make it happen. I don't see why not. We can all go to LA. We can all be Lakers fans. Okay. Listen, I'm a free agent. I tell you. D Wade retired. Unless Miami do something crazy. I'm a free agent. I got I gotta play. I got a fan play option. I got to be a he fan my whole life. Oh yeah. So watch me. Watch me. It's not like football. Packers fan until I die. I'm a diehard Packers fan. Until I die. Until I die. Until I die. But I am he? No. No, no, no. No, no. I'm God with LeBron. So shut up. Um <laughs> No man. I'm serious though, man. Like, why not? Let's go to LA. I already got the LeBron jersey. I ain't even wore it yet. Got like, I got that yellow. Let me hold on. Let me look at that. Literally, I'm looking in my closet right now at the jersey. Hold on. Oh, it's so it's so beautiful. But yes, listen, man, we're going. To, we're everybody, we're going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> um, that's literally all I have for this. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, man. So, uh, let's um, where to next? Where to next? Da 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 da. Let's uh. Oh, okay. We got a couple. Let's stay on basketball. Um. First, yeah, no, 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 I lied. Let's go talk about uh, Wild in Brazil, and then I think that's it. 
And we're going to rap after that. Facts. Okay, so we all saw what happened with Deontay Wilder and Dominic Brazil. Listen, Deontay Wilder said what he's going to do, man. He knocked him out. Knocked him out in the first round. Devastating right hand. And for all of y'all that keep saying that Deontay Wilder has no form, has no bo- has no technique, and he just throw punches, you don't know boxing, casual fans, and this is goes for everybody that's retweeting that BS on Twitter, you don't know boxing. Simple as that. It's pissing me off. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of it, man. Out of it, but uh, great fight by great, great show by Deontay Wilder, man. Simple as that. It took seven rounds for Joshua to do it, only less than three minutes for Wilder to do it. Devastating right hook, Woo! devastating right hand, man. Right on the butt. Um, so I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed the post. The, I enjoyed them embracing each other in the post fight interview. Like, why not? Why hasn't that uh blown up like when Wilder said he was gonna kill him? Come on, man. Come on, man. You guys love negativity so much. You guys feed off of it. All of you. Uh, like, the, the media is so negative, man. Wilder said a lot of good things in the press, I mean, in his post-fight interview, and I enjoyed that. And um, just great, man. Just great fight for him. Uh, shout out to Juwan Howard. He's been named the new head coach of the University of Michigan uh, basketball team. Happy as hell about that. You guys know it's go blue over here. Um, we got the St. Louis Blues. And the Boston Bruins and Stanley Cup Finals, so we'll be I'll be I'll be probably watching that uh, tomorrow night. We got AEW's first official pay per view, uh, Double or Nothing. So I will definitely be tuned into that for my pro wrestling fans. Very excited to see uh, Jericho and Omega. Um, what else we got going on this weekend? Uh, more basketball. That's about it. So I probably will be talking to you guys. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. Maybe Monday, maybe next Friday. Probably next Friday, depending on how this weekend's go. I think I'll be back next Friday. You guys know I don't, you know, Monday and Friday is interchangeable. You know, you know how that goes. So maybe next Friday. Possibly next Friday for episode 37. We're almost at 40. We're almost at 40. We're getting there. Um, so with that being said, man, just keep keep uh following Twitter and Instagram, man. Keep supporting the boy. Uh, you know, keep listening, keep sharing with the friends, man. Let me know if you're listening, man. I appreciate you guys. Without you, nothing this is possible. Um, like I said, I'll be doing another uh another chance for you guys sending your damn voice messages, man. Come on, don't bluff, man. Don't bluff. So next Friday, I'll have something for you guys. I figure some things out and um make that a segment. So thank you guys for tuning in. Probably be back next Friday. With that being said, I'm Eric Lyons. You're forever. Humble and gracious host, Eric Lyons. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and you've just been electrified.